You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Obviously, there's a lot of current Mets to talk about right now, including what is, to me, the biggest news of the week and the biggest news of the week that still bothers me even a few days later And that's the fact that Justin Turner signed a one-year contract with the Toronto Blue Jays. We have done quite a few pods during this offseason talking about bats and talking about the options offensively. And to me, why it's a misnomer when people say they shouldn't add a bat because you got to have as many plate appearances available for the young players. I think that's – I don't want to say it's a lie, but it's crap. It's BS. We've gone through this roster. We've gone through who's on this roster. And we've gone through how it's pretty simple to sign a veteran for that veteran to get at bats to make your team better, but then simultaneously developing the kids that you have. Now, right now, the Mets have Harrison Bader at the beginning of the season getting consistent at bats. That may not be the case come the middle of June or July. It'll be easy to turn Harrison Bader into what he truly is, which is a fourth outfielder. Starling Marte, Brandon Nimmo, I hope they stay healthy. They may not stay healthy. That also will create opportunities for young players, whether it's Drew Gilbert or it's Luis Anil Acuna or it's Jet Williams. The versatility of Jeff McNeil, the fact that he can go play the outfield. Look, I want to go over this again. I think if you've listened and you know the roster, you agree with me. Signing a bat does not blockade young players from playing. It's a fallacy. And every time it's said, I got to tell you, it annoys me more and more because I feel like I have to argue this over and over again. And I don't think there's that much to argue. Like, you can do two things at once. You can chew gum and walk at the same time. You can improve this lineup by adding a real bat, specifically a DH, and simultaneously develop the young players you have. The idea that it's one or the other genuinely pisses me off. So why I was disappointed about Justin Turner is because when we ranked the DH bats or the bats that this team could add realistically on one- or two-year deals, To me, and this one is certainly a much more debatable issue, Justin Turner was number one on my list. We went over that a million different ways on adding a bat, where that guy would play, what they would bring to this lineup. Look, Justin Turner didn't bring the power that a J.D. Martinez has, no question about it. But he brings, A, the ability to play a position, third base, even if it's not that well, the ability to DH, obviously, and he's a professional hitter. He's a good hitter. He gives you a war of an at-bat Every time up, and if you look at his numbers, he's not showing signs that his age is getting to him. He's not showing signs that he's going to break down. Obviously, anybody could break down, but you have to make smart projections on guys. And I don't think there's any evidence that Justin Turner was going to break down. So to me, and Pete and I went back and forth on this, and I forget who your number one bat that you wanted to add was, because this is something we've talked about for months. I don't think it was Turner. Was it somebody else who was your preferenced DH bat? I think it was J.D. Martinez, even though I kind of like fell into it because I didn't really want him to start the the free agency, but just because of how things landed, that's where it was. But 
I, I, again, I'm not really against anybody. There's no right answer here. That's the thing is, I don't. I, I know that you're upset about Justin Turner. I know that that's your guy. That was my JD Martinez last year. It made total sense, and it could bite him in the butt this year for sure. Well, but but I've also I admit this, and I said this on the air a couple of days ago. I was saying, just give me a stick. I, that's the way I am right now. Like I'll take anybody. Like we can sit here and parse the different bats that are available, but I think they have gotten me to that point in the off season. It is now February. We are now two weeks away from the start of spring training, and it's just give me any human being that's a professional bat. You know, a few have dropped off. A few that we were eyeing dropped off. Guy like Jock Peterson is gone. He's not available anymore. I'm not unrealistic enough to think that they're going to go sign Matt Chapman. I don't even want them to sign Matt Chapman or Cody Bellinger or guys like that. So I'm in that spot right now where I just want anybody on a one-year deal. And yeah, once you sign the guy, we'll break the guy down and determine if it was the best option or not. But they have, the Mets have gotten me in February, and I'm not sure if everyone else is there on this, where beggars can't be choosers. Just get me a bat. Don't go into spring training and not add a bat. It's going to annoy me. I'm starting to get worried that that's where we're, where we're going. And I do think it makes a difference. I'm sorry. Like right now, I believe in the plan that they have of one-year bridge deals, giving young players an opportunity, and then hopefully next year, this team is ready to compete, compete. But in the meantime, you can compete. How I use the word once, but next year you use the word twice. Because next year is like, compete. This year is compete. Now I'm changing just the tone of the word compete. But I think you know what I mean. Yeah, I personally, I personally like the tone change rather than double compete because that sometimes can get confusing. It might be just like you're stuttering and like you know, forget. It. Like the change in volume makes the emphasis of compete better. Yeah, I'll go with compete, uh, compete, and compete. So this year they can compete because it doesn't take much to make a postseason spot in Major League Baseball. So. If you had a real bat, and maybe now it's J.D. Martinez or it's Jorge Soler, though I think Soler is going to demand multiple years, is that the difference between 82 and 85 wins? That's a big deal. Like, 82 wins means no playoffs. 85 wins could mean the playoffs. And by the way, when you're in the playoffs, as the Diamondbacks proved, crazy shit can happen. So... They have trained me like a dog. I admit that. I am Fido right now. They have gotten me to the point where any kind of treat is a good treat. Anything they put in that hand for me to eat, I want to eat. So any bat they add is a good bat. Like, will I be bitching about it in the middle of June if that said bat is hitting 177? Well, of course we will. But right now on February 1st, I just want a bat. Now, the good news is I got good news and I got bad news. The bad news is guys are coming off the board like a Justin Turner. The good news is there are still available guys. There are still guys that clearly make this lineup better. And I'll tell you this. If you're asking me the thing that can complete this offseason in a stronger way, it'd be the bat. Like, that's where I'm partial to. They added Adam Adovino. We all understand the risks with Adam. He's been here for two years, had a very good first year. We touched on it a little bit in the open of the Wayno pro, uh, uh, podcast. 
but I am more on the side of you got to add a major league bat and it doesn't take away the at bats of young players, which is just, it's the freaking fallacy that just pisses me off every time I hear that. I have to it, tell you. He, here's the weird thing, right? So you just named like, you know, the fact that there's been certain people now, Jock Peterson's off the board, but there's Cody Bellinger's around. And I'm not saying that they're going to get Cody Bellinger. Or they're going to get um, Jorge Soler. I have no idea. I really have no idea. Right. But, but what is – I understand they made a, a point of like a three or four weeks ago that this $10 million mark was what they had available left in this offseason. Are they trying to wait for the price to drop off so that they can – sign multiple people rather than just put a chunk of change into one person. And if that's the case, if that's the case, when did we become poor again? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, but that's the, I, I, if that's the case, I don't know what the Mets are going to do. Like I sit here right now, I, I'd make a prediction, and it's probably negative because maybe I'm in a negative sports mood right now based on the other crappy teams I root for. So that prediction really doesn't hold a lot of water. Like, if you ask me today, my mood is negative enough to say they're not adding anybody. But let's say you're right. Like, the thing you just came up with of they're waiting, there's still guys available, you know, like Adam Duvall is available, and they just want him to be dirt cheap. Tim Anderson, I know he may not fit as well, but as a middle infielder, is still available. Maybe they're waiting for him to be dirt cheap. You know, examples like that. David Peralta is a nice little bat. Maybe they're waiting for him to be dirt cheap. That's not being cheap. That's not being the will ponds. That is being smart. I will say that. Like if you're getting players that you want and you're getting them at a discounted rate because you played the long game of I'm going to wait out this offseason, I'm not going to bitch about that. Like that's just being a smart businessman. Like one thing about billionaires is that billionaires are smart. There's a reason they became billionaires because they don't just throw money away. So I'm not against that if that's the end game. Now, the problem is David Stearns is not whispering into my ear or your ear, hey, hey don't worry. Like, hey, yeah, we got, we will add a bat. Just calm down. We're playing the long game. If I was getting that whisper, if we as Met fans were getting that whisper, then I wouldn't mind. I'd be calm. I'd say, okay, I get it. You want to be smart with your money. You figure we could actually add two bats. Let's wait till February 17th because the prices are going to come down. What I'm skeptical about, though, with that, Pete, is that I tend to think the prices don't come down. I think that we start to think that they will. And let's use the bigger free agents as the example. And I know those are not the guys the Mets are going to end up with, nor should they, by the way. And I'm not per pursuing that anyway. Matt Chapman and Cody Bellinger and Blake Snell, I think are going to get big contracts. I do. I They may not get the Boris ask. I'm certainly not suggesting that, but I think they're going to end up getting big time deals. It's just, it's there. It takes a while. And Scott Boris, his agent, also the agent of Pete Alonzo has shown you he's willing to wait. And, and sometimes when he waits, he gets the money. 
So I am not under the belief that, hey, just keep waiting this out. You're going to get Matt Chapman on a one-year deal. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think these guys are ultimately going to get their long-term deals. But what starts to become worrisome is that the bats start to come off the market. Like, you just start to lose decent options. You know, right now, who are the best offensive options? Think about it. Like, I I'll go through the list. I'll give you names. You tell me if they're good off offensive options. J.D. Martinez and Jorge Soler are the two guys we've talked most about. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Pete, so you may want to Google it. Daniel Vogel Vogelback. Have you heard of this guy? He's still a free agent. Vogelback? Yeah, I think, I think uh, I'll pass. If we can't pronounce it, we can't get him. <laughs> uh, old friend Jesse Winker is still available in free agency. Randall Grichik is still available in free agency. Uh, let's see who else on the list. Adam Duval, who I did want last year. I think a year ago at this time, I was begging for Duval. He just has a tough time staying healthy. Like, I think he's a good ball player. He's good defensively. He's a nice little stick, but his biggest problem is he's just never on the field. Uh, Tommy Pham is still a free agent. If you want to bring him back, I mentioned David Peralta as a throwaway, but David Peralta, Robbie Grossman, Brian Anderson, uh, Josh Donaldson. <laughs> is Conforto still available or he gets signed? Up no, he ended, Conforto actually ended up picking up his option. He never got the free agency. Uh, he had a player right. option and very early on he picked it up. So another Boris guy. Known. Yep. Uh, Tim Anderson, I mentioned. Ahmed Rosario is still available. Not that you would consider him a DH guy. Whit Merrifield, by the way, still available. And, it, and by the way, it doesn't have to be a DH. Like, it just needs to be a bat. Like, if that bat happens to play a position, that's not a bad thing. Because ideally, you know, the DH spot in a perfect world is used for multiple different people throughout a season. That's why I prefer a guy like Turner, because he does play a position. A guy can go play third base. But, uh, but, Reese Hoskins is obviously off board signing that Brewer deal, and that's pretty much it. Like, I don't think I've missed anybody. Those are the trade options now, uh, free agent options. You want to go trade for Eloy Jimenez? I mean, the White Sox are basically begging anybody to take him. I guess that's an option, but that's what we're talking about right now, and it's not a long, sexy list, that's for sure. Well, but the one thing I, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit more picky, I guess, with the bat that they bring in. Like, I like Whit Merrifield. I like Tim Anderson as far as bounce backs, but like, those are still not significant bats because they're not going to, they're not protecting Pete Alonso. No. They're not protecting that offense. So it's almost like, yeah, it's nice to bring them those bats in, but they're also not doing the job that we need. No, I look, I think the only guys in free agency that fit that bill, like a guy you could put behind Pete and say, hey, that's offering protection if you buy that is J.D. Martinez and Jorge Soler. I think that's it. I think Turner and Hoskins were part of that mix, but they're gone. They're not available anymore. And I, I mentioned trade options. I don't know how many of them exist right now, especially when you get closer to spring training. So I think we just have to prepare ourselves that this offseason is it's not a disaster. Like, I don't think that's fair to say. And we will have a podcast coming up right before spring training in which we rank the worst off seasons in the history of the New York Mets. It's not a disaster. It's just disappointing. And it's disappointing, but it's mildly surprising. And when I say mildly, what I mean by that is I knew when I said it on this pod, they're going to go after Yamamoto. I thought Otani, and we could argue how serious they were after him. But after that, there'd be a big drop off. That part doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that 
there was a big drop off after they didn't get the big guys. What I was more hopeful for is that they would be more aggressive in their one year contracts that they've handed out. That, okay, they'll fill out their rotation, which they did with Manaya and Severino, though Sevy was early in trading for Hauser. And yeah, they added Bader and they acquired Tyrone Taylor, but I thought there would be more. I just thought there would be more aggressiveness on the one year contracts. And that's where it becomes disappointing. Disaster, though, the reason I don't like disaster is disaster means you did something really, really stupid. They haven't done anything stupid. They just didn't do enough. And we are going to go into spring training in a couple of weeks with a lot of fingers crossed. And, you know, I, I pencil down, okay, this is my lineup. This is my rotation of things. And everything feels more neat and organized with one more bat. Because right now, Harrison Bader is the everyday center fielder. Now, we debated that a few weeks ago, and I, I've always said he's a fourth outfielder. Ideally, he's not playing every day. And certainly there's a way where he's not playing every day by the middle of May or June because of the young players that could come up and supplant him. But at the beginning of the season, he plays every day. And that means the DH spot is DJ Stewart and Mark Vientos. And it also pisses me off when we include DJ Stewart as part of the young guys. He's not part of the young guy. He's 30. What are we talking about young guy? He's not young. So... There aren't a lot of young guys, at least at the beginning, that you're getting at-bats for. Like, Beatty's going to play anyway. I think Vientos was going to play anyway. You'd find at-bats for him. You're really talking about the potential call-up of Acuna and Jet. I like calling him Jet. It makes me think I'm, like, talking to my son. But Jet Williams, Luis Angel Acuna, Andrew Gilbert. 